What's it like to be a healthy 32-year-old woman and quickly learn that the mass in your breast is an ER-negative, HER2-positive, node-positive cancer, and that you have a BRCA1 genetic mutation, making you very high risk for ovarian cancer and a second breast cancer? Dr. Schwartz describes the complex biopsychosocial issues of such a woman, a journalist who had a bilateral mastectomy with immediate reconstruction and received dose-dense AC-paclitaxel with a year of trastuzumab beginning during the chemotherapy. She actually did great. She was very proactive, almost made it, I'm not going to say fun because it's never fun, but in terms of purchasing her wig, it was a real outing. She went to New York, she purchased her wig, and she tolerated the treatment actually, I would say, better than the average person. So no specific unusual complications? No. Her heart was okay the whole time? Mm -hmm. The chemotherapy was coming. We started the Herceptin during the Taxol. She, I guess, just finished her year of treatment recently. And then we're left with the issue because she's BRCA positive of her ovaries. Right. And she has elected to delay undergoing oophorectomies. She's not married, but she's not sure whether or not she wants to have kids in the future. I mean, I don't know if she asked you this, but what would you guess would be the chance of her getting ovarian cancer? Reportedly, it's 50 to 70%. But I guess a lot of that's kind of older. And age-wise, maybe... 50. Yeah. Yeah. I I think we start to see it till the 40s, and then it's mostly older than 50. So is she thinking about childbearing? She's thinking of finding a significant other first. Well, yeah, that always helps. <laughs> then, well, not always because I've had patients who've hmm. gotten donors. And right, they, right. You know, but she's not sure. She's going to make her decision about the euphorectomies real soon. What do you say to patients who say, will pregnancy affect my chance of having a recurrence of the breast cancer? I would say everything we know now says no. It's a tough one, though, because when you think about all the hormonal changes that occur in pregnancy, it sort of sounds scary, but I guess that's kind of what... Actually, there's two issues. Is One, will the baby be normal? Right. I think we're very safe in saying you wait. When you're done with your therapy, you know, obviously there's the issue of delaying the pregnancy until you're Mm -hmm. off, but that there's no problems with birth defects. And then there's the issue of can it cause the cancer to come back and... At least my review of what's out there, it doesn't seem to be the case. And I guess the other thing is that, you know, she might be viewing her ovaries as, you know, every year that they're sitting there, she's going to be at risk to get ovarian cancer. We were talking about oncotype before. What about oncotype in a situation like this? Well, she's ER negative and her two new positive. So she's she's going to get a high score. So she's the opposite of what we would be thinking. Right now, I guess we don't really have anything to assess, particularly with ER negative tumors. And even, I guess, HER2 positive people usually don't do it, I guess, because they assume it's going to be high because they tend to be more aggressive yeah, cancers. I, I think actually even the company recommends not doing it in a HER2 new positive patient. One other thing about adjuvant therapy. So this lady had a pretty big tumor, 2.1 centimeters, and it was node positive, even though it was only one node. So... Not much question about what her prognosis might be without any treatment. But what about the patient who has a HER2 positive tumor where it's not that big, you know, even if it's small, under a centimeter, and particularly in a patient who has, let's say, it's ER positive and HER2 positive? How do you approach the issue of chemo and trastuzumab in those patients? Yeah, well, this is a little bit of a difficult issue. 
Some of the adjuvant Herceptin studies didn't include these patients. Right. Some did. I think what we have now, I guess, presented at San Antonio from MD Anderson, Dr. Right. Gonzalez, was they had a group of patients like this who weren't treated and they had a much worse prognosis right. than if they didn't have HER2. Yeah, when you think back, I remember, I think it was the 2000 NIH consensus conference on breast cancer. They came out with this idea that if the tumor is over a centimeter, even if it's no negative, the patient should get chemo. But now we're looking at a subpopulation, 20, 25% of breast cancer, it's HER2 positive, where, as you say, in that MD Anderson series, 23% of the patients had had a cancer recurrence at five years with tumors under a centimeter. So it's a little scary. I guess we don't know for sure that Herceptin would lower that, but I guess the assumption is it would. Yeah, I think we would expect that there would be some benefit, the same proportional benefit. 